Section 20 of Nuggets of the New Thought. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. Read by Jennifer Fournier, Marshall, Virginia, USA. Nuggets of the New Thought by William Watker Atkinson. The Seekers. The Secret of Life. The Riddle of Existence. Sought now as ever. The whyness of things. Attempts to answer the riddle. The seekers. Fantastic creeds and queer philosophies. Revamping old ideas. The story of the man and the stars. The answer to be found within the soul. I laugh at the lore and the pride of man, at the sophist schools and the learned clan, for what are they all in their high conceit? when man in the bush with God may meet. Emerson Man is trying to reason out now, as in the past, the secret of life, the riddle of existence. He seeks to know from whence he comes, whither he goes, and what is the object of his existence. He wants to know the whyness of things, what it all means. He is like the squirrel in the cage, which exhausts itself in traveling the long road of the wheel, only to find itself at the end of its journey just where it started. Or, worse still, like the newly caged wild bird, he dashes against the bars of his prison again and again in his efforts to regain his freedom, until at last he lies weak and bleeding, a captive still. It has ever been so, from the childhood of the race until the present time. Sages, seers, prophets, and philosophers have endeavored to reason out the problem, but their labors have availed nothing, and the riddle remains unanswered. Man has traveled over and over the circular road of thought, only to discover that it has no beginning, no ending. He thinks that he has explained things, but he has merely given them names. All the scientific research— all the theological and metaphysical speculation has failed even to explain the sprouting of the mustard seed. Life and death is a mystery to the most brilliant man of this civilization, as it was to the ignorant creature of the Stone Age. Races, nations, civilizations rise and fall. Creeds are born, grow strong, weaken, and die. But the secret remains a secret still. The present day seems to have reawakened the latent desire of man to see behind the veil. The pendulum which carried so many thinkers to the materialistic extreme is beginning to swing in the opposite direction and is causing a strange and wonderful revival of ancient creeds and philosophies. Those who have long since turned their backs upon the accepted creeds now find themselves in the company of those who still claim allegiance to the church but who feel themselves cramped by the creeds fashioned for them by their fathers. The leader of the new thought, reaching the top of the mountain, often finds himself face to face with a scientific savant who has reached the same place by climbing up the other side of the hill. And the scientist and the new thought man need not be surprised to find a leader of advanced religious thought claiming a foothold on the top of the same hill. But the trio, 
after they have congratulated themselves upon reaching the summit and ending their journey, look around them, and lo, their mountain is but a foothill, and far above them, towering higher and higher, rise range after range of the real mountains, the highest peaks being hidden among the clouds. One has but to look around him to see how strenuous has grown the search for the answer to the riddle. New creeds, philosophies, cults, and schools confront us at every turn. The past has been ransacked for its discarded philosophies, which have been renovated and trimmed anew for modern use. The dust has been brushed off many an old and almost forgotten creed, which is pushed to the front under a new name and with new trimmings. Plato is worked overtime to furnish the 20th century creed promoters with material to be done over. The wildest dreams of the ancients are toned down a little and boldly offered to the eager multitude as the long-sought-for solution of it all. Priests and teachers of all the religions of all lands are among us, vying with the priests and priestesses of the new philosophies and creeds of our own land, and bidding for public favor. And these new homemade philosophies, how frightfully and wonderfully are they made! The old philosophies of Greece and Rome are skillfully dovetailed with the creeds of the Orient, and the result is a thing differing from anything ever seen before by gods or men. Brahmins, Buddhists, Confucians, Mohammedans, and sun-worshippers claim thousands of followers in our land, and Isis and Osiris will, before long, again be given a place and duly installed in the new pantheon. Thor and Odin will doubtless be revamped, and the rites of the Druids revived. We are looking every day for the arrival on our shores of the advance agent of the Joss propaganda from the Celestial Kingdom. And the home product is, if possible, more fantastic and bizarre than the imported article. The wildest claims and statements are made with an air of authority and are accepted as gospel by the adherents of the several sects. One does not know whether to sigh or weep as he watches some of the modern prophets and prophetesses strutting their little stage and cutting fantastic capers before high heaven, thus adding to the gaiety of the nations. The demand for these things has been created, and nothing seems too highly spiced for the devotees of the latter-day creeds. And the followers of those strange prophets, what of them? Many of them are mere excitement hunters. Others, that class of people possessed of a consuming thirst for something new. Some are honest seekers for the truth, and others are those who have cut away from their old moorings and are drifting about, rudderless and without an anchor, at the mercy of any stray current which may sweep them along. There are thousands of people who never heard of the philosophies and creeds of the ancients, who are now dazzled by the revamped doctrines expounded by the modern prophets, and who, being impressed with the strangeness and novelty of the, to them, new truths, accept them as inspired and emanating from the absolute. New gods have arisen and also new devils. The malicious mental magnetism of the Christian scientists is as much a devil to them as was the orthodox devil of one hundred years ago to our forefathers. The new cults usually begin by performing cures, 
by means of the power of the mind and other natural laws, which they attribute to the principles and teachings of their particular sex. Many of them now, however, frankly admit that they are past the healing stage, and look down upon the mere healing of disease as a thing too nearly allied to the detested material plane to be seriously considered. The time of the leaders is now principally occupied in announcing and elucidating wonderful, high, spiritual truths for the seekers, soaring away up in the clouds of transcendentalism, leaving their followers behind, gaping upwards like a crowd at a country balloon ascension. Once upon a time, there was a reformer who attended a public meeting and took part in an exciting debate on an important question of the day. At last, heated, wearied, and disgusted by the fruitless struggle, he left the hall and started for home. It was a beautiful, cold winter's night, and the heavens were studded with stars shining bright through the clear, frosty atmosphere. Pausing for a moment in his rapid walk, he glanced upward. The stars were twinkling away merrily. They did not seem to be at all disturbed by what had been going on in the meeting. They appeared just the same as when, in years past, as a boy, he had looked at them with wondering eyes. As he gazed, a peaceful calm came over him, and his worry, doubts, and fears seemed very petty. At last, one little star appeared to notice him, and he thought he could see it cast a good-natured glance downward, saying in a cheerful voice, "'Why so hot, little man?' When we feel cast down with doubt, torn with anxiety, weak from loss of faith, faint with fear, let us look aloft at the stars. When we see those distant points of light, knowing them to be centers of solar systems, knowing that beyond, beyond, and beyond are countless other suns and world, let us pluck up a little courage and realize that we are a part of a mighty law, a stupendous plan. Let us know that the power which called these things into life, and which is able to manage them, and even greater things, has us in charge, and will not allow us to be destroyed. Let us know that we are but in the kindergarten stage of existence, and that we shall go on and on and on, from plane to plane, ever onward and upward in the scale, until at last we shall be able to spell out the lines of the primer of life and learn the multiplication table of the universe. Let us, in the meanwhile, live on in trust and hope, one day at a time, living our own lives, doing our best work, getting the joy which comes from the simple human life, lending a helping hand. Let us abolish fear and hate, and replace them with courage, confidence, and love. Let us look for good rather than evil. Let us know failure as merely a lesson in success. Let us look upon death as birth. Let us do the best we can with this world, knowing that the next world will find us prepared for its task. Let us know that we are in eternity, right now. Let us know that God is not so far away as we have been taught, for is it not true that in him, 
we live and move and have our being? Let us preserve our sense of humor, for it will guard us against many a fear, many a folly, many a delusion. And finally, let us keep out of the throng which is rushing wildly hither and thither after leaders, prophets, sages, seers. Let us look within ourselves and see the little flame which burns steadily there. Let us know that we have within us the light of the Spirit, which naught can extinguish. And let us say, with good old Newman, Lead, kindly light, amid the encircling gloom, lead thou me on. The night is dark, and I am far from home. Lead thou me on. Keep thou my feet. I do not ask to see the distant scene. One step enough for me. Lead thou me on. End of section 20